0: Coming up on Dallas Mavericks today, we're going to recap last night's wild win over the Hornets and what has gone so well for the Mavericks so far. 5-1 and one start, playing some good basketball with their lone loss to the Denver Nuggets, the defending champ. So obviously a great start for this team. Cooper and I analyze what has gone well up to this point, but first please. We're eight subs away from 25,000 here on the channel. If you want another video tomorrow, we got to pick up eight new subs. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait until Wednesday. So hit that subscribe button if you want a video tomorrow. And if you just want the most up-to-date Dallas Mavericks news and rumors, eight away, you could be number 25,000. Harrison Graham and Jeffrey Cooperstein here on Dallas Mavericks today. Let's start with last night's win, Coop. Uh, It was a slow start for Dallas. Yes, Uh,
1: Mavs went down 12 at halftime. They got it together in the second half, but, man, that fourth quarter was something crazy. Uh, Luke, Luca Luka and the Mavs ended up closing it out, obviously. But, dude, LaMelo ball went nuclear in the fourth quarter. I believe he had 23 in the fourth and was basically perfect from three. Ends up with a triple-double in the game. But the Mavs hang on for the win.
0: Yeah, 124-118. I thought Derrick Jones Jr. did a pretty good job on LaMelo. And then they kind of didn't have him guard LaMelo in the fourth, yeah. which was a decision. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's fun to watch when he gets hot. And, obviously, Luca didn't have his most efficient game but he was able uh to get uh uh you know almost a triple double as Star- well.
1: Started out 0 of 8 from 3. The, the Mavs shot 6 for 26 from 3 in the first half. Mm. Uh they again kind of got it together in the second half, but that was that was an ugly performance in the first. They got it together in the second and came out with the win.
0: Yeah, you love how when Luca has like bad games and he still goes for 23 12 and 9. I mean, it's just crazy how uh, blessed we are to watch this guy play. There-
1: <laughs> Luca also and freaking Luca last night. Mavs are up four. Lamelo Ball gets an and one. Luca gets a technical. So he so it's a four point play for the Hornets. They come back in the tie of the game. And on the next possession, I think Luca hits a three to put him back up three. So it's just classic Luca. The
0: Luca experience. Oh, You're yeah. gonna get a little bit of everything. Uh, Kyrie Irving, how about him dishing out ten assists? We haven't had one of those vintage Kyrie like thirty five point games yet, Coop, where he goes like thirteen of nineteen from the field. But he's uh, he's still been impactful. Uh, you wonder how much that foot's bothering him, but uh, I think, uh, solid game here.
1: I think that game could be coming tonight because the Mavs are on a second night of a back-to-back against the Magic. It, I would be mildly surprised if Luka played in this game, given he was he was pretty much gimpy all night. He went to the locker room a couple times to get treatment on that thigh, so we'll see what happens tonight. But yeah, Kyrie, could he, he's on the verge of breaking out. Uh, another guy I wanted to shout out was Jaden Hardy. He had a very good fourth. I believe he had double digits in the fourth as well. The Mavs kind of inserted him into the lineup uh, there about with about eight minutes to go in the fourth, and he gave him a much-needed offensive spark.
0: Yeah, and look, uh, Jason Kidd's still working through those uh, rotations with that uh, shooting guard position. As of the last few games, Seth Curry's been the odd man now. So we'll see how that plays out over time. I think, obviously, Tim Hardaway Jr. has played well enough, who we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, That His minutes aren't going to go anywhere, but whether it's Jaden Hardy, Seth Curry, uh, they've had different guys uh, do different things. And uh, look, it's better for the Mavs if Jaden Hardy's playing and playing well because he can be a long-term piece for this organization.
1: Yeah, they need Hardy to, to be in that rotation, and I think they would rather have him in the rotation than Seth Curry because he is the more valuable piece going forward. And Hardy's going to be a part of this organization for hopefully years to come. So I think they like Hardy being in that rotation. And Seth Curry's going to get his minutes because there will be nights where people are hurt or they're on a second night of a back-to-back like tonight where they just need to get guys with fresh legs in. So no worries on Seth Curry. He will play.
0: Yeah, and it's still so early And look as you get closer to the trade deadline and moves happen. Like having an extra body or two at that position is valuable because if you do end up trading a a Tim or a Jaden or a – Uh, whoever, then you know you have someone who can come in and play rotation minutes if needed. So uh, we'll see how that happens. And then, I mean, Coop, to me, Derek Lively continues to be this team's second-best player so far this season, which that's not even a slight at Kyrie Irving. I just think he's been that impactful on both sides of the floor, 15 and 14 last night. And I just continue to be amazed at – how much of an impact he's given this team offensively. Like, I did not see yeah. this coming.
1: Lively's been awesome, man. Second double-double of the year, including the one on opening night. Uh, he's just been awesome. And we'll, we'll talk about him later in the show as well. But Lively has just been an absolute revelation. And I, w- I frankly wasn't expecting this from him. Yeah, and look, we far. didn't
0: uh, – I can't remember which game it was. Uh, we didn't talk. It might have been the Denver game. He had six assists. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's he, a legitimate passer when, when out of the When he gets post. the ball
1: at that elbow, he can swing it to either side of the uh of the court and he's been he's been awesome for the Mavericks. Can't say enough good things about Lively. Yeah, I mean they got this one right. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about
0: that. What's your guys' confidence level in the Mavericks right now? Scale from one to ten. You know, I think we do have to say, Coop, that the only true contender they've played, they lost. So I don't wanna like be super overreaction for sure. guy. So I'll go, like, seven and a half, but that's still a lot hot. Like, coming into the season, I was at, like, a four and a half or five. Yeah, I, I was just... going to
1: say seven as well. I mean, I, I, re- I really am, frankly, surprised that this team is five and one right now. I have a good chance to go six and one tonight against an Orlando team. Orlando's played well to start the season, though, so it will be a tough test.
0: Yeah, and we'll see if Luca plays, how much he plays. If he doesn't play, if the other guys can pick up the slack. But uh, I feel good about where this team is at, and the good news is, Coop, is they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. No doubt. Like, yeah. If you, you, you do that, you're going to make the playoffs. Yep.
1: You just got to beat the teams that you're better than, and then the rest will take care of itself.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Prize Picks and guys. NBA season's here. Football's in full swing. College basketball is back tonight. You can play Prize Picks and just about every sport that is out there. And I've been having a blast winning up to 25 times my money on several entries so far this season. The way prize picks works is simple. You pick two to six players on any given entry, and if they will go for more or less than their prize picks projections. I like a four-player entry for Monday Night Football tonight. Zach Wilson, give me the more on passing yards. I know that sounds crazy, but 216.5, not a crazy number there. Uh, Chargers are giving up around 300 yards per game passing, so I think Zach Wilson can uh, hit that number. Uh, I'm going to go less on Justin Herbert. That Jets defense is pretty solid. Uh, I still think the Chargers win that game, but uh, I'm going to go less on the Herbert uh, number. Brees Hall's been terrific running the football. I think he rushes for 60 plus tonight. Uh, and then Austin Eckler last week alone had 92 yards receiving, so I think he can hit uh that number on receiving yards right there get 35 or more uh went up to 25 times your money on any given entry that four player entry you can went up to 10 times your money prizepickscom slash clns use our code clns and what's cool about Prizepicks as well they offer a reboot policy so if you have a player that gets injured in the first or second quarter for any football or basketball pick they're going to Reboot that player, essentially, so you're not going to have your, uh, you know, your entry busted because of an injury. So, pretty cool that Picks offers that. pricepickscom slash CLNS. Use code CLNS today. Okay, uh, what's going right with this team right now? Coop and I have identified five areas uh, where the Mavericks are doing some good basketball, and I think we thought this offense would be good, Coop, but, and I think a lot of this has to do with Lively as a role, man, but there's just no weaknesses for this team yeah. right now. You've got Luka Doncic running the show. You've got an excellent role man in Lively who can also pass out of the high post. And you've got shooters around these guys who early on the season have been making shots.
1: This offense is an elite offense. I think it's clear that they're a top five offense in the league, just six games in the season, obviously, so we'll see how it plays out. But when you take a look at the stats, they're second in the NBA in offensive rating at 119.9, only, I believe, behind the Boston Celtics. Uh, they're fourth in points per game third and three-point percentage, fourth and – Second and three-point percentage. Second and three-point percentage, excuse me. Uh, Fourth in EFG and assist-to-turnover ratio, they're six. So this team is just clicking on all cylinders, frankly, on offense right now. They uh, they did struggle in the first half against the Hornets, uh, but they got it together. And I think this is kind of what Jason Kidd said. He's not concerned about this team on the offensive end. He knows that they're an elite offensive team, and he's really more concerned about how they'll be able to guard teams down the stretch.
0: Yeah, and look, I think the defense, it's been, it's been spotty. It's been hit and miss. It hasn't, you know, been awesome at all times. But I think it's been adequate enough for the most part. Like we saw in that Spurs game opening night, really bad in the first quarter, but it was great the rest of the yep. game. So, like, if you just have enough solid spurts, this team's going to score. I mean, they're going to score over 115 most nights. So, if you can hold teams that 110 to 115 number, you're going to have a great chance of winning with how this team is executing offensively. Number Two, production from the wing, and look, we had concerns here, especially at that like kind of more like for like bigger wing position, but Grant Williams' coupe has been even better than expected been and phenomenal. Who the hell saw this coming from Derek Jones jr? I mean he's had a couple of big games to kind of inflate these numbers a bit, but like. He plays hard defensively. I mentioned earlier he did a good job on LaMelo Ball. Yeah, couple of games he's been knocking down the three ball. Like, if he shoots 34.8% from three all year, sign me up. I'll pencil it in right now with everything else he's doing for this
1: team. You're taking that every single time. Derek Jones, even with a, with a scoring zero last night, averaging 8.5 per game, he's been absolutely awesome. The Mavs did use him last night late game as well as, as a stopper um, on LaMelo Ball who was going off in that fourth quarter. These two have just been awesome, man. And to find Derrick Jones on a veteran's minimum, Grant Williams on a sign-in trade, these two have just been an absolute revelation for the Mavericks. And they've frankly been a godsend because I didn't think the Mavs were going to get much production at all from this position.
0: Yeah, and look, is Grant Williams going to shoot 56% from three all year? No, he's not. But can he be a 40-plus percent guy playing with Luka and Kyrie? Uh, Yeah, I think that's very much on the table for a guy like him. Because, look, he came over from Boston – which is an excellent team. I think they're a better team than the Mavericks, but they don't have passers like the Mavericks do. They no, don't have uh, Luka. They don't have Kyrie. So exactly. for him, it's actually a better fit. The Mavericks identified that, and the proof is in the pudding early on this season. There's I, no doubt about it.
1: I that. haven't gone super deep into the stats, but I'd imagine of the three pointers that Grant Williams has taken, over 50% of them have been wide open. Yep. The the guy just sits in the corner, and Luka and Kyrie find him. It, yep. The gravity that those two guys have. Uh, really opens up the three-point line for for guys like him and guys like Tim Hardaway as well, who has been awesome so far to start this season and really embrace the role of six-man.
0: Yeah, and we threw a question mark on there because just because he's playing well, does that mean he's fully bought into the role? Who knows? But listen, he's played well. He's frustrating at times because he just, like, you kind of appreciate his fearlessness as a shooter, but at times it does aggravate you. But hey, if you're going to shoot 39% from three, go ahead and be a chucker that's fine for me i was
1: telling you pre-show there was a play last night where the where he missed a three mavs got the offensive rebound he he got it they got it back to him missed another one they got it back to him again and he made the third one that's just that is the tim hardaway jr experience uh it's something that the mavs are gonna just have to deal with all season he's gonna be a bench player but so far he's been awesome and i think he has embraced the role for the most part he obviously wasn't thrilled about it uh, coming, you know, off the bench after being a starter for this team for basically the majority of five seasons.
0: Yeah, and look, if you're if you're gonna be a chucker like that, I don't mind it coming off the bench because you need someone to be a flamethrower in that role. Now if he was starting next to Luca and Kyrie and doing that overlapping with them too much, it would bother me. But listen, if he's gonna come in as a six-man, that that's your job. Be a guy that can score. You know, if he shoots high 30s from three all year, the field goal percentage itself isn't going to be 45-plus. Really but if, if you're 38-plus from three and going to average 15-plus per game, then, hey, that's sign me up for that. I don't know if it's enough to win six man of the year, but – that is something Jason Kidd said coming into this year. And early on, I'd say he's probably, you know, would be in the race for that. And, he,
1: and as long as he's on this team, he's going to play, and he's going to play often. He, 29 minutes per game this season, that's right around what, what I figured he would be at. And that may increase as the season goes on.
0: What do you guys think? Could he win sixth man of the year? Type Y for yes. Or you can type in for no. I think it's possible. Um, it's obviously way too early to even diagnose who those candidates would be across the NBA. But, uh Listen, if you're averaging 18 off the bench, uh, you're going to have a chance to do just
1: that. Mentioned this earlier, Derek Lively's just been absolutely awesome. Did not believe that he would be this impactful this early into his NBA career. You just can't say enough good things about him right now, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, nine points per game. I think that's the biggest surprise. I did not expect him to be a guy that, like, actually has an impact offensively uh, more than just, like, being... The occasional alley ooper I mean, obviously rolling is a big part of his game, but offensive rebounds has been huge. Passing out of the high post has been huge. I do think over time those block numbers can go up, but he also alters a lot of shots. Uh, he's been great, man. I mean, he has been. He he doesn't look like a guy who's 19 years old and it's just kind of throwing his body around. Like, sure, that he had that one game. I think it was the second game where he had five thousand. Yeah, ten, ten and, minutes. And that
1: that kind of stuff is going to happen. Um, I believe that 77.4 field goal percentage. Uh, coming into today is number one in the NBA. By the way,
0: he knows who he is as a player. He's executing uh, who he is as a player. Luca, he's the perfect guy to play with. Luca as a roller. I mean,
1: he, he is he, Dwight Powell and Luca have a great partnership. I think he has just as good of a partnership in the pick and roll, and he offers other things as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, like he's just a much better talent yeah. than Dwight Powell. It, it, frankly, that's the bottom line. So. Uh, it's been fun to watch, man, and uh, hopefully that continues here. And then the last one here. Listen,
1: they're I, perfect in the clutch.
0: It's been a area outside of the season 2 years ago, and even that season at times it was a problem where in tight games late, they have not executed regardless of Rick Carlisle or Jason Kidd last year, which is just embarrassing.
1: It was that's why they weren't in the playoffs last year.
0: And this year, they're 5 and 0 oh in clutch games. And what defines a clutch game? 5 points or less in terms of Point differential in that game with five minutes or less to go. So if you get to the five minute mark and it's ninety to eighty six, you are in clutch game time. So, so one hundred. on those situations is great, man. One
1: hundred percent of the Mavericks' wins this season are clutch wins. Who would have thought?
0: And look, that's professional sports. These yeah. games are close more often than not. So like, you've got to win those tight games more than you lose them. If you don't, you're not going to be a playoff team. That is the is what it is. So. Uh, I don't expect them to uh, start 20 and 0 or something in close games, but uh, if they can be well above 500, there uh, you're going to be playing uh, in April, May, and hopefully into June. Who knows? That'd be awesome. The buzz is real. If you're excited, get the MFFLs going and
1: subscribe to the channel. We need to hit 25k on this video. I, I
0: told you if we Our don't. Our bosses get, told us if we don't get eight new subs tomorrow, uh, no video tomorrow. So uh, and that would suck because uh, we like it. We want to talk about another Mavs win hopefully tomorrow. So subscribe, get the MFFLs going. We'll see you tomorrow. See you soon.
1: Thank you.